Hi there, and welcome to Series 2, Episode 47 of the LDS Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, as always, and we are now finishing our study of February the 10th to February the 16th, 2nd Nephi's Chapters 6 to 10, Oh, How Great the Plan of Our God. And to round this up, uh, we have got um, 2nd Nephi Chapter 10, Verses 20, 23 to 25 to look at. And as always, uh, just a recommendation, uh, obviously these are the verses which are outlined, outlined in the Come Follow Me manual, and that is what we generally tend to follow. But of course, there are other verses which are not covered by this overview, and so I strongly recommend you studying those as well. I am making my way personally through, uh, kind of, on the uh, LDS Gospel, on the Gospel Library app, you can set up a study plan, and I've done that for the Book of Mormon, starting from the end of last year to the end of this year, every day, a bit of the Book of Mormon, and uh, up to I'm up to 2nd Nephi 5, I believe, right now. So I am making my way through in each individual verse, but obviously the, the Come Follow Me kind of takes chunks that maybe are, were felt to be more relevant for us today. So I do recommend you studying every verse, if possible, this year of the Book of Mormon and really immerse yourself in that book, particularly in this bicentennial, bicentennial year of the first vision. So we're going to dive in. Uh, it, the, tit the title of this uh, section is Because of the Sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I Can Cheer Up My Heart. Uh, and really, we, we've really discussed just how joyful and how positive uh, this message by Jacob was. I mean, he was talking about, you know, lots of woes and damnations and things we need to look out for. But actually, the overall, art, the overarching view is that it's quite a positive uh, chapter to know that the Saviour is going to be our advocate, our Redeemer. And this is really what he rounds up with at the end of this, before we then dive into lots of chapters of, uh, from Isaiah. Um he says in 2 Nephi 10 verse 20, just to kind of summarize this, And now, my beloved brethren, seeing that our merciful God has given us so great knowledge concerning these things, let us remember him and lay aside our sins and not hang down our, our heads, for we are not cast off. Nevertheless, we have been driven out of the land of our inheritance, but we have been led to a better land, for the Lord has made the sea our path, and we are upon an isle of the sea. Now, first of all, I find this interesting that that uh, Jacob calls this an, an isle of the sea. And to them at that time, it will have been an isle of the sea. They traveled for many years across the great wilderness in the in the Far East, or in the, in the Middle East, I should say. And then of course, they traveled across vast oceans uh, for a, probably what would have, would have been a, a couple of years or so. Uh, and then they get to this place and I'm, I'm sure that they will recognize it's a rather large island. Uh, in their view, but um, it's still to them an Isle of the Sea. Of course, uh, for them at that day, they were not to know that actually this Isle is vast. Uh, it covers, you know, a lot of play, a lot of uh, land. This area, but uh, to them, it was an Isle of the Sea. Um, this quote was given by Marion D. Hanks about kind of reviewing the blessings that we have uh, and remembering what the Lord has done for us. And so being able to not hang down our heads, uh, he said, quote, faith motivates us to yield our hearts to him, truly yield our hearts. It motivates honesty to acknowledge limitations and vulnerability, willingness to learn, humility to seek help, courage to act, simplicity to trust. It is to have confidence in the presence of God. Faith is, as it has always, as it has been well said, a condition born of the Spirit in a mind that has looked at all of the available evidence and discovered in it a meaning with which the soul can live at peace. It is not appalled by an invitation to think. Close quote. This faith which we are talking about leads to this motivation. It leads to action. 
And the things that we've learned from Jacob this over this week are things which if we truly think about and ponder, we will recognize areas in our lives where we can act, where we can trust in the Lord and know that he has a better future plan for us, just like the physical journey of the Nephites. It was a very large journey. They had a, they needed to have faith to act and it was very difficult at times. But uh, because they trusted in their Lord, they found a promised land. Uh, and it's the same with our lives in a spiritual sense in how that applies to us. In 2 Nephi chapter 10, verse 23, we read, Therefore, cheer up your hearts, and remember that we are, ye are three, free to act for yourselves, to choose the way of everlasting death or the way of eternal life. And this obviously is a callback to uh, what we studied last week in uh, some of uh, Jacob's sermons as well, about the, the, the two ways, the choice between liberty and eternal life or captivity and death. Um and this is obviously, you know, very clear at the forefront of the mind of Jacob, something which he obviously sees as a very important principle. What I find fascinating is just how um, in tune with the, the plan of salvation Jacob seems to be. Right from Second Nephi 2, we see a clear understanding of um Sorry, and I'm just aware of this now. Just It's just come to me. Of course, this was not Jacob talking in 2 Nephi 2. It was Lehi teaching his son. And so Jacob has obviously taken that teaching to heart and has really come to a full understanding of how not just there is a, a choice to make, we have this moral agency, but also that the saviour is a key part of this, that even when we make those choices, he has the power and the um well, the power to be able to deliver us from that physical and spiritual death that was brought upon us by the fall, uh, which, of course, Lehi spoke to him about as well. I mean, obviously, Jacob, um, it was recorded in the Book of Mormon, met with the Saviour and and met with, met with him and was taught by him. And so we shouldn't be surprised that Jacob has such a keen understanding of the Saviour's role uh, in this plan that was taught to him by his father, Lehi. And, of course, it might answer the question of why were the records and why was the role of seemingly the role of prophet passed on to Jacob uh, rather than to Nephi's son or one of Nephi's sons. And obviously Jacob was similar to Nephi, chosen and foreordained and selected uh, to to lead and to, you know, spiritually guide this people, just like Nephi was ahead of his older brethren. Um, and so in 2 Nephi 23, we, we learn about this way that Jacob applies the atonement to then let us be able to cheer up our hearts. Uh, Henry B. Eyring said this, quote, It will take unshakable faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to choose the way to eternal life. It is by using that faith that uh, we can know the will of God. It is by acting on that faith we can build the strength to do the will of God. And it is by ex exercising that faith in Jesus Christ that we can resist temptation and gain forgiveness through the atonement. This faith is vital, which is why we are encouraged uh, to constantly build our faith, to build our trust in the Lord by reading and pondering and reflecting on the scriptures. We can read them as, a, as an intellectual exercise. We can research things. But this spiritual development of our faith is what really uh, will stand us apart uh, from others, which is what we saw again with Nephi and Laman and Lemuel. It's interesting how these kind of points that are being drawn out by Jacob as a summary of what he just taught uh, and what he learned from the books of Isaiah has applied directly to Nephi and his journey as well. There is no uh, coincidence why these books were chosen by Nephi to give to Jacob to teach the people. They, he's seen this reflected in his life when he's reflected back and recorded these things down on the small plates of Nephi. Uh, and then finally, in verses 24 to 25, uh, I'll just read 24 for now. 
because of time, uh, but I encourage you to read 25 as well. It says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, reconcile yourselves to the will of God and not to the will of the devil and the flesh. And remember, after ye are reconciled unto God, that it is only in and through the grace of God that ye are saved. Um, he then talks about the power of the atonement in verse 25. And this is this is why we've been learning about the Saviour this, this week. It's been a real focus for Jacob and it's something which is clearly a, an important message for the Nephites uh, and for us to understand. Um, Dale G. Renlund said this, quote, Christ's advocacy is, at least in part, to remind us that he has paid for our sins and that no one is excluded from the reach of God's mercy. For those who believe in Jesus Christ, repent, are baptized, and endure to the end, a process that leads to reconciliation. The Saviour forgives, heals, and advocates. He is our helper, consoler, and intercessor, attesting to and vouching for our reconciliation with God. Close quote. And I think that as we close this for this entire week, we need to think about this. What do we need to do today uh, to bring ourselves more in alignment with the Saviour? We've read so many messages about how the Saviour's power of the atonement is infinite in, 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 to, to all men, that we will all be re resurrected and receive that, that grace. But we also need to be able to um, bring ourselves more in line with him and truly become a disciple of him uh, so that we can start to see that change within us uh, as we go through day by day. This is urgent. This has to happen now. Uh, and, but what is exciting about this is that it's a joyful message, a message that if you will follow the Saviour, then he will have these great blessings in store for you. Um, I, we were just as a side note, my wife and I were driving somewhere uh, yesterday. Uh, we'd uh, been able to just enjoy an evening together with the, the kids, were with the grandchildren, uh, with the grandparents, sorry. Uh, and um, she just turned to me yesterday and just goes, you know, I'm really happy. I'm just really happy with life. Um, you know, I just feel like, we, you know, we're so blessed and I know where those blessings come from. And, you know, we just had a great discussion about this and how this applies to what we've been studying this week. And I just, yeah, it's a joyful message and one which if we take on board and if we apply into our lives and consider the, where the blessings come from and what we can do to, to show our gratitude for those blessings, then we will see these great blessings continue in our lives. I hope you've enjoyed the study today. If there's anything you've been studying, please do share it at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email session at gmail.com. I'm also looking into setting up a Facebook page uh, about LDS Study Session come, uh, with Come Follow Me. So uh, I'll give you some more details on that when that's done. But uh, I'm just trying to find more ways to get people connected and to share the things that they study and build faith and unity. Uh, and so, yeah, that look out for that uh, in future episodes where I where hopefully we'll be able to share that with you. Um, thank you for listening. And until we meet again.